Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Hello! Friday, baby. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Before I get your listening for Guess Who, just after 7. To win some uh, Rockfest tickets on August 20th. Burton Cummings, Kim Mitchell. The Urine. She on that bill too? Yeah, that's why we we interviewed her. We interviewed her. And that was one of the things we talked about is her coming to Rockfest. That's why we had her on the show. Well, that was recently. Yeah. (laughs) That was last week, dude. Was it? Okay, Jimmy. (laughs) Jimmy Cross. How do you not know me. that? You were running. The, you <laughs> recorded it. It was a whole thing. We did a whole thing about it. Yeah. Should Jimmy interview her? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now I'm. it's all coming back to me. Yeah. That's right. All right. Yeah. That'll be a good show. <laughs> now that you found out who's in it. Uh, um, Metallica released this album, the Black Album, on August 12th, 1991. Guess what, everybody? This is technically classic rock now. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite uh, tune off. Hands down, this is my favorite tune off that Black Album. Sad but true, getting us going this morning. The Locker Room Topic of the Day. I want to reiterate, this This doesn't need to get political. We can have some fun with this. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, what do you think was in Trump's safe? Or what do you think he took from the White House? So the FBI raided his... His uh, golf resort house, Mar a Lago, Mar a Lago, and yeah. uh, what did they take? What did they find? Yeah, I'm gonna say uh, a bunch of those coupons for fast food. Yeah, that they mail to you. <laughs> I'm sure the White House gets them in the mail, right? And I'm sure he collected them all and took them. <laughs> Wendy's, the whole two for box, one baconators, a whole box of them. <laughs> Mr. President, you're gonna need to return those. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, what do you got? The president's book of secrets. He didn't return it. So is that a thing, or is that just from the Nicolas Cage movie? <laughs> I think it's just the Nick Cage thing. No, it's got to be a real thing. <laughs> Nick Cage wouldn't lie. All right. Mine is he He had a box of alien stuff. Oh, yeah? Yeah. For sure he did. There's a There was a box of alien like, stuff. Like documents? Or, yes. I was going to say, or like, like uh, little trinkets and... <laughs> well, I mean... That they gave him. In their meetings. It's probably mostly paperwork, but maybe there's a file in there with a hand, mm-hmm. right, in a bag. See, what makes me have a hard time believing that they know that there's aliens is because I feel like he would have said something by now. Unless he thought he could use it down the road to maybe, his advantage. Yeah. Maybe he hasn't quite figured out what how to, to manipulate do this information for his benefit, right? Because, I mean, even... Even people that are fans of of Trump realize he's a narcissist and yeah. he's kind of in it for himself, right? So 
if that's the case, how, what do you do with alien stuff? So he's probably he holding was, on to he it. He's hanging on to it until he figures out what the best angle is. Yeah. So that's our topic this morning. And again, it could just be the safe because they broke into his personal safe, or it could be what they took, what he took from the White House. What did he have? The locker room topic of the day. All right. What do you think Trump took from the White House? And what do you think might have been in his safe? Because they not only went back, they went to his golf course in Florida yeah. and grabbed a bunch of stuff that he took from the White House. They also went through his personal safe. So what was in there? Uh, Grant texted in and said, uh, the White House black book. So he's got Monica Lewinsky's number. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> we could do another one here if you want to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Devin stole, he said he stole all the copper wire from the walls. The White House. I see him doing that. Not, All the I'm, light bulbs. I'm not leaving out. I'm not leaving this place without the copper. The locker room topic of the day. What do you think was in Trump's safe, or what do you think he took from the White House? Biden said, uh, "President presidential duties for dummies." Book. <laughs> they probably have a copy of that that they keep in the White House. Eh? Every time they get a new president, here, here's your reading. And then uh, Rudy. Said he definitely took toilet paper and towels. Oh. And also all the little soaps. Yes. He totally walked out of there I, with ass wipe. I feel like he probably did clean that place out. Like light bulbs. Yeah. He anything. Ba- he backed a truck up. Yeah. Yeah. The locker room topic of the day. We're having fun with this one this morning. Has anybody uh, said a sandwich? Uh, no sandwich safe? has not come in yet. <laughs> what do you think was in Trump's safe? Or what do you think he took from the White House? Um, Wade said in the boxes that he took was the formula for Trump's orange hair, orange skin <laughs> regime. And out of the safe um, was his collection of free McDonald's coffee cards. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And then Mark. You got to keep those stickers. Yeah. You never actually use them, but you got to hold on to them forever. Oh, I use them. <laughs> oh, he uses them as soon as he has a couple full ones. <laughs> Most people just have a pile of them in a drawer somewhere. No, not me. Um, and then Mark said, uh, yeah, same sort of thing. Agent Orange spray tan. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. What do you think was Trump's in Trump's safe, or what do you think he took from the White House? What was the FBI looking for? Well, we got to say it. The P-tapes came in from Lindley, Ryan. And he said, so P-tapes and child-sized golf gloves. And then uh, (laughs) Tom said he knew the FBI was coming, so he left a copy of Hillary Clinton's emails in his safe. (laughs) That's a good way to end the topic. Another moment with Dr. Locke. You've heard my thoughts on vegans, on vegetarians, and... um, Every once in a while, we'll get something, you'll see some kind of an article or something or a study that will lend itself to the, the, the philosophy, the theory that, listen, we're meat eaters. Yep. It's, it's evolution. When we, you know, we're first we're around. Om- omnivores, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because we have sharp teeth. They're meant to rip meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
There's that. <laughs> From Pastor Jimmy, everybody. <laughs> Even he has seen the light. Even he has seen the light. No, because animals that don't eat meat have flat teeth to Careful. grind the vegetables. Too much talk about evolution and they won't let you in Tabor for Corn Fest this year. <laughs> Be careful. I don't want to have to explain. <laughs> Vegetarian women are more likely to suffer hip fractures. They did a study over 20 years in the UK and uh, with 26,000 women and 20% of the people that ended up with hip fractures at a certain point during the study were vegetarian. So I can see strong. Number. I can see vegan, but I'm not sure about vegetarian because vegetarian can still do milk and eggs. And I don't think they need eggs or mi- some of them. Yeah, would they do? It depends eggs? on the vegetarian. right? Yeah, it depends how how hard. Because I'm sure that vegetarians can do eggs. Not always. I mean, it, d- it depends. Vegans are they don't eat anything. Yeah, but eggs are like little baby chickens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So a vegetarian might shy away from it. Anyway, never mind. We're, I'm sorry. We're, I'm... we're splitting straws here. <laughs> anyway, I, listen, Sarah, get a burger in you. <laughs> I understand. Listen, we're all concerned about the environment. Um, we're all. Everybody has that thought, but it's good. Got to eat your protein. You got to get your protein in you, or eat more beans. The one thing I was, the, the one argument that people have, and you bring this up all the time, is Tom Brady, right? Well, he well, look at him. He's but he actually does eat some meat. Does he? Okay. Yeah. So it was a kind of a myth that he's like, because people were saying he's on the raw vegetable diet, but he was like, no, I'll eat some fish. And, yeah. Every once in a while, I'll get something. Yeah. In the thing is, too, what. Tom Brady has on his side is he has got a group of people that have studied his body chemistry. He's a personal chef. And he has a personal chef. And they go, this is what you need to be the most successful athlete you can possibly be. The rest of us in the world, we don't have that. No. So you have to get protein into you, right? Anyway. Unless you want a broken hip. I hate vegans t-shirt available for sale (laughs) on the Locker Room merch page, by the way. You're in the Locker Room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Is Kevin Federline or K-Fed or whatever the hell we call him, Brittany's ex, was he one of her dancers or something? He was a backup dancer. Okay. And they got married, had a couple kids, and then split up. So his fame came after marrying Yeah, There was nothing previous to that, right? No, I don't think so. Okay. Anyway, so she marries him. They have two boys. They're teenagers now. And uh, he's been in the news lately because she's out of that, um, what do they call that? that Conservatorship. Yeah, so her dad's not controlling her anymore. And then Kevin Federline showed up at her her wedding because she got remarried. Like, it's just been some weirdness with him, right? Well, somebody, well, actually, her, Brittany's new husband pointed out he's getting, he's posting a lot about her because the kids are turning 18. He's going to lose his gravy train right away. She's not going to be making payments anymore soon. Okay, so this came out. He released this video about how abusive um, she is to the boys, to the teenage boys, their two children. So this is Brittany yelling at her kids. I do care, but I'm shocked as with you, and I don't know what to do, and I'm scared of you because you're weird, because you're going through puberty. I don't know what to say. (laughs) I guess they were... In in a store, and the one kid wouldn't put shoes on. He was barefoot. 
And they were like in Alaska. Like she's like, it's cold. Like you need you're bleeding all over the place. Uh, that may have backfired on Kevin. Yeah, because everyone's like, t- she's raising teenagers. Teenage that's not boys. that bad of a video. If that's no. the worst you've got. We've all been called far worse by our parents. I've, I've been I'm flat out. Need, I've had my pants dropped and spanked in in the middle of a grocery store. Go out on the lawn and have fist fights with his dad. I'm gonna need her pulling a branch off of a tree and beating one of them yeah. before I'm judging her at all. She said they're weird because they're going through puberty. That was not that bad of a video. If this is the worst you have, Kevin, you might want to dig a little harder because <laughs> at this point we're cheering for Brittany. <laughs> Cruise News. After it was announced that the Valley Line LRT will be delayed for a fourth time, the city says they're looking at the foundations of the deal for the construction. The city blaming the public-private contractor TransEd. So in 2014, the federal government agreed to fund the LRT, but only if it was with one of these public-private P3 contracts. That means four different companies basically joined forces to create TransEd. Um, The Parkland Institute... So the government got involved and screwed it up. Weird. So the institute where they do research on economic issues in Alberta says they've always been against this model um, because when issues come up, um, corners are cut and the four companies are only in it to make money. So they just pass the blame on to each other. Um, yeah. No one's ever really responsible. The west leg of the LRT that they have started construction on uh, is already committed to a P3 model, but not with TransEd as the That's contract. the one that's going through, through Jimmy's, Jimmy's neighborhood and into St. Albert, right? Yeah. Into St. Albert. They are using um, French contractors for that one, like from France. Okay. So maybe they'll actually know what they're doing because they actually have trains in but, France. Yeah. But I'm kind of confused. Yeah. I'm kind of confused about the one in my area because they're putting what it looks like a bridge down 187th Avenue to like, para- like parallel to Stony Plain. But they're just tearing the hell out of Stony Plain, I thought Plain it was supposed too. to go right down the middle of Stony Plain. Right? That's yeah. what I thought, too, but they, it looks like they're building some kind of bridge or something over by West Edmonton Mall. Like, they have big pillars. Oh, it probably turns somewhere and goes over the road. It does. It, it actually, oddly, last night, I was looking at a map. Yeah, of Edmonton and the LRT because we're planning on moving and yeah. we want to live close to the LRT lines. Wife works downtown. And it does dip. It does dip down, Grant, uh, Jimmy. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think Grant's, Grant might be onto something. They may be going through Stony Plain. They come up through Stony Plain, and then they dip down towards the mall, I which would make sense. Because where they're building the LRT by West Edmonton Mall, where they're building the station, is right along 187th Avenue Yeah, uh, and the mall, like on the other side. Do you remember the rumors the that there was a secret LRT station underneath the mall? No, not true. I guess. Yeah, there was all the because there's always rumors and myths about the mall, right? And so there's one that they had built years ago, a, a train station underneath the ice rink, and they were just waiting for. I've never heard that. Oh no, yeah. I thought and I was, used to work. In I that thought mall. there was diamond mines under there. No, there's homeless people living in the hallways. There though. is homeless people. <laughs> Kids, they do, yeah, yeah, they do live down there. I told you my story. 
I'll I'll tell it again about the the recycling. Oh yeah. So when I worked at the at the mall, I worked at K Rock. Cinnabon. I, I worked at Cinnabon. <laughs> Booster juice to get some extra hours. No, I worked at uh, whatever the hell it is. What I don't know what they call yeah. it. K Rock. The the company was New Cap. They hired me from Winnipeg when I worked for Chorus for Power ninety seven, and uh, I was that was back in the day when I thought I could still manage people. <laughs> and so I came here, and after sixteen months, they shit can me. Uh, and then I went over to Bell, and I worked at the Bear yeah. for five, six years, and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, um, when, I, when I was there, they didn't recycle. And it used to drive me crazy yeah. that they didn't recycle. So I would bug Randy LeMay, who was the general manager. I kept bugging him in our, in our management meetings. I'm like, we have to recycle. You're very passionate about this planet. Well, listen, I'm not that. I'm not a Greenpeace guy. Yeah, but it bothers me. You got an office with a hundred people in it, Isn't and a lot nobody's of paper. recycling. Everything's just going into the garbage. And Randy one day got annoyed with me and said, "Just go buy a bunch of blue boxes." Then, so I'm like, "All right, I won. I, mm-hmm. I, it worked. <laughs> I bitched enough, and they gave me money for blue boxes. We're going to be doing our part here at in in the building, and saving we're going to be earth. saving the planet." So I go to Canadian Tire and I buy like he gave me like three four hundred bucks to buy. Blue boxes. Mm-hmm. So I went and I bought a bunch of blue boxes, the, the small ones that you put in your desk. And I went into work uh, on the Monday, and uh, I put the boxes all around, and I sent out a note and said, hey, everybody, we're recycling now. <laughs> and then like a week later, I was working late, and the, um, the, the cleaning staff were coming around. And one of them walked into my office and said, I, hello, sir, can I, can I get you garbage? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. So she takes my garbage and she dumps it into the back of her basket. And, uh, and she comes in, she goes, recycling. And so she grabs the blue butt and she goes and dumps it right into the garbage thing. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no. This is recycling. No, no, the, the blue is recycling. And she goes, no, 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 we don't do that here. And I'm like, what? She goes, no, we don't do that here. And I said, no, it's recycling. We, we recycle now. <laughs> I bought the boxes. It's a blue box. It's a blue box. Respect You're supposed the to box. Re- she goes, no, come here. And she took me down into the balls of the, the bowels of, of the West Edmonton yeah. Mall and showed me where everything went. They literally had a huge trash compactor, <laughs> and they just took all the garbage and the recycling and the recycling, <laughs> and they have everything separated in the mall. If you go through the mall, there's like buckets where you put your cans and recycling yeah. and paper and all that stuff. It's all of it's just a facade. They just put all that shit in one big compactor and crush it into squares and take it to the dump. Mm-hmm. Even the like the your pop bottles and cans yes! and everything. Yes, they don't recycle, and it's probably not the only company and the only place. That's why we need to in burn Alberta it. and Canada. Yeah, just burn take it to Army Chris's. Yeah, and just He's burn got a it. Big everything. enough yard. Oh, just but, toss it over the fence when you drive by. That's what I do. I'm, I am so I'm so negative about recycling it because the city does it too. <laughs> These guys drive around. We pay to get this stuff collected, yeah. right? And they come by and they pick it up and they separate it and then they take it to a big warehouse and then once a week. Guys drive to the warehouse, they pick up everything that's been separated, they put it in the back of freaking trucks, and they drive it to the dump. And you paid them to separate it, 
and it means nothing. Yeah. And less than 30% of what we actually recycle in this province, in this city, actually gets recycled. The rest of it just gets buried in the... We treat our planet like a huge toilet. We do. We're total assholes. It's a, and you know what? It, they tell us, they put all this pressure on you to do your part, and it's all bullshit. Yeah. Happy Friday, everybody. <laughs> Aren't we in the middle of news? <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, we can do sports if we want. Do we want the second story? <laughs> You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Good morning, Cruise. Hi, were you guys just talking about recycling? Yes, yes. I have a little secret about recycling in a hospital. I can't tell you which hospital I work at. Everything goes in the trash compactor. I'm a housekeeper, and I was downstairs, and I was watching the trash go, and all the white bags that are supposed to be recycling goes in the crash compactor. What about all the foreskins? <laughs> <laughs> they go in a bio box. <laughs> and then trash compactor. <laughs> and they go right, <laughs> trash to, right to the dump. <laughs> to uh, the dump. That's where they go with the body part. <laughs> uh, what's your... Well, we probably shouldn't mention no. your name on the air. Thanks for that. It, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I was shocked, actually. And this is, I've been working for the hospital for 35 years. Yeah. And it's disgusting. That's what I saw. It, it's, yeah, isn't that interesting? Yeah, it's it's gross, is what it is. Appreciate the call. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go home and drink. <laughs> Throw the cans into my front yard and recycle your foreskin in the garden. In, in your uh, garden. That's uh, that got recycled wow, a long time ago. It didn't grow back. You guys made my day. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So we have uh, our next event coming up shortly, actually. Like, kind of crazy. It's just around the corner. We're doing the locker room full volume headbang and back deck barbecue takeover. We're so good with naming things <laughs> here on the show. So Saturday, September 3rd, we're taking over Army Chris's backyard. And we, as a show, will be broadcasting full volume, which is a Saturday afternoon show yeah. for like six hours, noon to six. Happens every Saturday. Derek usually hosts it, but we're taking it over. Hey, it's, is Doug coming? Doug is still living at Army Chris's. <laughs> <laughs> Doug hasn't left. Uh, anyway, um, I said to Army Chris, I said, I gotta get a, we'll get a sponsor. We'll get Pilsner to sponsor it. Yeah. It's Grant, Grant actually knows the, the, the Pilsner rep in town, yeah. Rebecca. And, and he says, we should give her a call. I bet you she'd be into it. So we get we get Pilsner on board. Rebecca's all over it. Mm-hmm. She's like, actually, I, I was emailing back and forth with her yesterday. She's working on bringing down a bunch of stuff for us, including some, some swag and some swag, some beverages, right? And uh, she's got something she's working on for a giveaway, too. No cool. details on that yet, but there's, there's at least the initial conversation. Even if you don't go, if, even if you're not invited to this very exclusive party, um, you might have a chance to win something Pilsner related. Pils, old Pillary Clintons. And um, so I sent a note to Army Chris because I told him, you're, it's your backyard. Mm-hmm. You're the one responsible for inviting people. So if you want to invite a couple of people over, that's that's on you. We're like, coming. Like Doug. Like Doug. We're going to set up, right? He wants to do a barbecue. So we're going to broadcast live. We're going to play some tunes. We're going to drink some pills, mm-hmm. right? So it's up to you as to whether or not you invite anybody. So just give me the numbers. Guess what his email is back to me. 
You can just tell her that I'll have more pill there than she'll probably bring. <laughs> and I'm like, this is not a, this is not a weird contest. contest. This is, this is uh, who's going to bring more pill, Pilster or Army Chris? <laughs> we already know you drink a lot of pill. I got a pill sponsorship because you drink a lot of pill. This is an opportunity he's for a, you to get some free beer. He's in a competition with the pills in her red. <laughs> I'll show them. I'll show them who likes pill. <laughs> I said, I got an idea. Let me tell her there'll be 10 to 15 people there. Yeah. He's like, yeah, that's about right. I'll, st- I'll, still, bring- I'll still drink enough for 10 or 15. <laughs> By myself. <laughs> All right. Okay. Everything's a competition. Everything's a- yeah. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. I know that it is gondola week here in Edmonton, (laughs) a week to raise awareness about the benefits of the proposed gondola over the Edmonton Homeless Valley, but to be honest, there's nothing really new about it today, and we do need to take a moment to talk about a big story. Uh, Tommy Lee posting a picture of his rather large unit on Instagram. And it's been really interesting to see the reaction to Tommy Lee posting a nude photo on Instagram because I've noticed there's two generations of people. One, people who are just seeing his rather exceptional snossage for the first time. And two, um, those of us who saw it for the first time in the infamous movie he made with Pamela Anderson on a boat, but are now seeing it for the first time in high definition. You know, the first time we saw it, it was uh, filmed on a handheld camera. It was on VHS. It was kind of blurry, kind of like a Sasquatch sighting tape. This time, it's crystal clear, and I'll tell you, it really pops. Most people get banned from Instagram if they show a nipple. Tommy Lee posts a full nude, and whoever is in charge of censorship at Instagram saw it and was like, you know, I'm not even mad. You can keep your account, Tommy Lee. Good for you. It's almost become like a rite of passage. Every 25 years, Tommy Lee's python emerges to teach another generation that anything is possible. The Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise page. Are you a lady that loves the locker room? Yes. Well, prove it today with a ladies love the rock locker room t-shirt. Click the link on our social media to buy. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. That man right there sits across from me. His name is Grant Johnson. He is the study king of Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. It's important that we learn on this show, right? Okay. It is something that we try to do for people to teach. And so this study says women have at least three different kinds of orgasms. Um, Okay. The wave, a volcano, or an avalanche. So it has to do with how the pelvic floor muscles move. Um, The wave shows contractions of tension and then release. The avalanche has higher pelvic tension with contractions that lower the tension, and the volcano um, lowers pelvic floor tension that explodes into high tension. Okay. So three different types there, women. Ladies. Is this true? Can we get verification? Can we get some, some, uh, some ladies to text the show? You don't have to include your name. And uh, let us know. Like, is, <laughs> do you have three different kinds? Yeah. Or is there two, or is there six, or 
I don't know. Men and women are so different, hey? Yeah. Like, for a woman, the stars have to align. Yeah. It has to be the full moon. Yeah. And the temperature has to be, the thermostat has to be set at 21, Mercury whatever. Mercury has to be in a retro, Mercury's in Gatorade. <laughs> hey, speaking of <laughs> orgasm, we have a Chiefs cake five minutes away. Okay, Jimmy. He's very uncomfortable. He's he talking with the female orgasm. The, the subject. So I, I'm pretty sure I've seen the wave. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> at, the, at the football games? <laughs> I'm not sure I've seen the volcano. <laughs> and I think the avalanche sounds like something a little bit more more difficult to achieve. And, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we can leave it at that. Are we getting any texts? Um, one thing they said, too. The female orgasm lasts about 20 to 30 seconds. The male orgasm lasts three seconds. <laughs> well, that explains why we do it more. <laughs> Guys. They're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So this isn't that doctor that they did the Netflix special on. No. Um, so did you watch that one? I haven't yet. I watched a little bit of it. It was pretty good. Our father? Yes. So he was a fertility doctor who, let's say you and your wife were having problems. Yes. You would go in, and he was going to do his thing. And he would switch the... And he would switch out the dad's stuff for his own. Yeah. And he fathered like 50 plus children without them knowing. Um, This guy is just a donor. 23andMe really screwed up his... (laughs) His whole, yeah, he had a great thing going, and they did twenty three. That's literally what happened. They did twenty three and me, and and this girl all well, of a sudden started saying she had a bunch of brothers and sisters. <laughs> well, because it gives you a match of people that could potentially be related yeah. to you in the area, right? It, it tells you like everywhere, like hey, you got a brother here that's also done this. Has that guy gone to jail yet? No, because there was no actual crime. They were like, this is horrible. But there is, there's not really a We're crime sure. here. There's, We're not sure. There's what, no law what against this. That is right. Yeah. Nobody ever wrote a law saying you can't switch out your. Could you stop that <laughs> sound effect? <laughs> what the? <laughs> <laughs> so this, this is a different. This dude. guy is just a donor. Oh, so he just goes Kyle. in and and he well, just goes in. He likes their magazines, and he has fathered forty eight children. And he has 10 more on the way. And his problem now is... Why is everybody picking He says he has trouble finding love. Oh, he's not dating. He he can't. No one wants to date him. Isn't there an app for that? Because (laughs) as soon as he tells a woman on the first date about his 48 children, (laughs) they get a little weird. Uh, he's got to be weird too. Let, let's just say that out loud. Or he could need the money because he isn't it every time you. Uh, <laughs> we should get, get money or something. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> say that out loud. I don't know what that noise was. <laughs> yeah, he gives it away. It's for more free. of a right. It, listen, he gives it away for free. Okay, anybody that knows anybody that does this, the hey. No, stop, Jimmy. Anybody who does that can't be normal. No? No. That would be a massive red flag, I'm sure, for women. I right. I have a picture in my mind of what this guy looks like. <laughs> he Just looks based like he lives on in his mother's basement. Store. He is he's got fifty plus kids. 
It's, that's not a normal activity. I'm well, sorry. And by the way, if you're wondering the secret, um, like if maybe you're trying to have a kid right now and you're having some problems. It's a secret to what? To having healthy... Is this, uh, is this from Kyle? He, this is from Kyle. Okay. He says he never sits down. He always stands because sitting kills his... Really? Yeah, that's what he says. Do you want to see what he looks like? Uh, actually, I have to see what he looks like. <laughs> now. This is great radio. Yeah, he looks like a guy that goes to the clinic every week. and <laughs> Notice he's wearing baggy jeans, too. And he's not sitting. <laughs> Early. That's so no key. tight close. <laughs> You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. I'm going to take you to the bank, Senator Trent. Top blood bank. <laughs> oh, those so, movies are so what's he, bad. What's he doing now? So Steven Seagal has been living in Russia for the last several years. He's buddies with Putin, right? And he can't go to the States because he's got a bunch of pending criminal sexual yeah. stuff. I think it's sexual assault stuff, isn't it? Um, yeah. And so Russia was like, you can stay here. You're our special advisor for <laughs> American relations or something stupid like that. And so Steven Seagal, remember when they first invaded Ukraine? And there was pictures of him like on the front line. Yes, it, I do remember they were that. Fake. It was those were all fake. This is real. He is now a spokesperson for the Kremlin, and he's in Ukraine, um, trying to show like, hey, it's not that bad. See, things aren't as bad as they're making it sound. There was a prison that blew up, and for yeah. some reason, the Ukraine and Russia are, are fighting back and forth about who's responsible for well, blowing it yeah, up. Yeah, Russia's saying no. Ukraine blew it up. It's propaganda. They're all Nazis. <laughs> and Ukraine is saying Russians hit this with missiles. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. So he's releasing video. Does he speak Russian? I haven't I seen. Think he does. I didn't. I haven't actually watched him, but I I'm pretty sure he does speak Russian. I didn't even want to listen to the. I didn't even want to see the videos when I heard he was doing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just bizarre. It's really like I understand that he's he's. He's hiding out there. Like, I get that. But then taking it to the next step where he's he's doing work for the... Spokesperson. Spokesperson. Well, I was thinking, like, <laughs> if he's there to try to, like, win over Americans onto their... Like, is he the person that they chose to be like, hey, Americans love Steven Seagal. Maybe if we get him there, they'll join our team. Like, is he the guy that's going to win them over? Probably not. Uh, Grant... They elected Trump. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> That's an excellent point. I just looked it up, and I think he does speak Russian. It's trying to say I think he, he does. does a bit, yeah. And I know he speaks Japanese because he learned uh, Aikido in Japan. <laughs> wow. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Morning, Cruise. Good morning. George, we were going to call you yeah. to thank you Amazing for the cheesecake. cheesecake. Yeah. Isn't it better than the last one? Yeah, yeah. And the last yeah. one was unbelievable. This one, though, I don't know what the hell you did. You put some special sauce into it, didn't you? Yeah, well, no, you guys were talking about that guy going to the thing. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what, uh, you that know, what, that's what I used you to call special sauce. George, huh? you didn't. What? You didn't. What? Into no, your cheesecake. I, you know, I, I've never. I've never. I've always. I was always a total professional. Okay. I've never did anything I've seen guys do. What? Some stupid shit. Huh? Okay. All right. In the kitchen. I don't want to hear about yeah. it. Yeah. 
You'll ruin my day. It's a great day. We had cheesecake, and now you're telling me about your coworkers (laughs) into food. No, you're you the guys that brought it up because I, I told you I used to call that special sauce oh, when I used to. Uh, yeah, yeah, with the waitresses before, like, oh yeah, okay, okay. So, Anyways, yeah, like I can't so we I, I, uh, <laughs> That's all see, good. I'll meet you guys at the barbecue for sure. Okay, okay. all right. Are you Army so Clark? you? You are planning. You're serious about that. You want to come to the to the full yeah, volume headbang and yeah. back deck barbecue takeover at Army Chris's, brought to you by right. Pilsner. He lives on the north side, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It'll be closer for me. And like, like I told, okay, that'll like be I a little more all. intimate too, right? And that, like, yeah. So you, there won't yeah, be no, many no, people. Just, yeah, we'll I text know, you the address closer to and all that. And there's free beer, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, there'll be free beer. Hey, right. also, um, do me a favor. If you want to hear anything, if you have any requests, you've heard us do the full volume on Saturdays, noon to six, right? So you, uh, the, you hair, the hair band. Yeah, yeah. So s- send us a couple yeah. of tune ideas. White Wolf. White Wolf. Maybe well, we'll... I'll be there. I'll be there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but I mean, okay, yeah, I'd like to have them in the Because I know, I know I'm supposed to meet you guys, but I, I promise I'll be there, okay? Sounds for good. Sure. We have to let you go, yeah, George. Thanks yeah. again hey, for the nice cheesecake. Thing. It was insane. Hey, don't, don't recycle that cheesecake, Ben. I'll pick it no, up. I know. I, I know. We'll, we'll save you the pen. All right. We got it. Take care, buddy. Okay, okay, have okay, a nice bye, day. Bye. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. And we got Victor Kui on with us. He is the president of the Edmonton Elks. we got a big game tomorrow. Thank you for joining us, Victor. Good morning. What's going on? Not I much. forgot my Rough Rider hat this morning. Oh, he was going to wear it to troll you a yeah, little bit. Yeah, well, i got to show the green and white pride, <laughs> but I'm really focused on the gondola this week, and I might build the gondola shirt on, and I forgot my Rough Rider hat. Well, um, good that you're representing the gondola. <laughs> build the gondola. Yeah. Um, I, you know I've what? I've got I, a massive fan base. I want to start with this, um, Victor, and... You know what? Listen, I understand that every team, regardless of what the sport is, when they lace them up or when they they head out onto the field or the ice rink or whatever the case might be, they're going out there to, to play. But there has to be a bit more urgency for the for the Edmonton Elks when the Rough Riders are in town. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. There, there is a lot more buzz. I mean, you can feel it with the staff. You can feel it in the locker room. We've got a bunch of, you know, ex-Saskatchewan players that want to show, you know, that were cut from that roster. And that also lights a little bit more fire under them because they want to show, hey, look what you gave up on. Um, so there's some of that. But definitely, I think the Saskatchewan game has always been one of those games where the friendly rivalry of the shades of green mm-hmm. come in yeah, and um, it's just, it's always just been a fun game. Have you ever uh, with the rough riders in town? I need to ask, have you ever had a pillory Clinton, a Pilsner beer? <laughs> no, I haven't. Will they well, be on special? <laughs> cause, cause you, and, and also on top of that, you know, the crazy thing is I don't drink. Oh. So yeah, I, I, I thought that I can't drink. Yeah. I just, I just don't. I, I, yeah. Well, we shouldn't drink. I was going to say, you've been a lot more successful in life than we have, so 
<laughs> Maybe we shouldn't. There are parts of our lives that we kind of forget. Yeah. Is there going to be any deal on uh, the Pilsners tomorrow on, night? On, or on pills? Yeah, tomorrow night at uh, Commonwealth. You know, I'll, I'll ask the concessioner that because, like, as you guys know, we don't we don't control that. But um, that's through a partnership with the city. But um, I'll, I'll I'll reach out. Let me see. I think the last time they I'm had. Sure. Actually, you're not the first person that's asked me that. So I should have I should have known that answer. I though. think the last time the riders were here, it was like cheap pilsner an hour before yeah, the game. Yeah. I think so. Something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let us know. Tweet us, okay? And I'll tell you what, Victor. Right. We'll drink your share. <laughs> <laughs> I have no doubt. Uh, can you tell us a bit about the early bird draws for the fifty fifty? Like how those work. Yeah, so you know what we're what we were trying to do is just create a whole bunch more of money can't buy experiences mm-hmm. of uh, for fans as part of the fifty fifty early bird draws, and so we're just trying to mix it up a little bit and 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 give a little bit more value to to more fans. So that's stuff like get a chance to do the the coin toss at the beginning of the game. Wow! Run out of the tunnel with ahead of the players. Um, win a chance to be in the locker room pre-game when Coach Jones gives his inspirational speech. Uh, so things like that are just that are, I think that they're fantastic experiences and and they're just bonus added. I mean, added bonus for uh, the fifty-fifty draw. I think you should do something where they have to they have to outrun the team. <laughs> like, <laughs> put him in full gear, and the, yeah, yeah, put the fan in full gear, and they go run. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, listen, um, you got to explain the, the the connection between um, the Edmonton Elks, Victor Qui, and salsa. What's going on here? <laughs> well, it's obviously out of respect to Sergio. Absolutely. You know, we're like. Which is, hey, let's do something for you. No, um, we had a bunch of, of fans that hit me up and said, hey, you know, I met my significant other at a football game. And I just thought, wow, that's really interesting. Like, what a great, fun and safe environment for single peoples to meet. And so we've got our existing green and gold experience, which is a pregame dinner and indoor access. Or, so if the weather is bad, you could come in and out of your seat. And so we've just taken that and sort of repurposed it a little bit and decided to add a little bit more fun supporting a local club Azucar who does um, uh, you know salsa theme night I've been there Azucar Picante (laughs) I have been there yeah so yeah I've been there yeah so they're bringing instructors they're bringing their um, live musicians and they're going to give free salsa dances and just instruction and just trying to make it a little bit more lively and a a party for, for everyone so Maybe we'll do a country theme um, another another night, and just sort of uh, just something different. And add right? a new element to that green and gold space. Yeah, yeah. It, it, are there tickets for that? Like it's a, so it's a singles mixer essentially, and and you you buy yeah. these tickets or, in advance, or, or you could be married if you want to go if you were given permission. That's also fine. I mean, <laughs> okay. I'm not judging. Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, but are there tickets available? And this is tomorrow night before the game, before the uh, Rough Riders game tomorrow night. That's right. Yeah. So the ticket includes your your dinner and a and a seat in the stands, um, and you can get that on on our on our website. Okay. or on Ticketmaster. That's a it's great $120 idea. $120 ticket. Victor, that's an awesome idea. I did, love it. Did you uh, end up getting a hold of the couple that freed the elk from the riverbank? I saw you tweeted and said you were going to give them some season's tickets. Yeah, a bunch of people gave me their their um, 
their name, which was I already knew because the names are in the article. Um, one one person said that they reached out to them on our behalf. So I, I haven't heard back from them yet, but hopefully we'll connect. Yeah, that's a crazy story. They were kayaking down a river in Alberta, and then there was like an elk stuck in the mud, and they yeah. ended up working to free it. And, yeah. The Grand Prairie uh, yeah. couple, right, or yeah. something? Yeah. 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 A, little, a little elk calf. Yeah, very cool story. I, I think I saw, actually, I think I saw your tweet and then clicked on the story from that. Yeah, that's an awesome story. Uh, if you have a chance uh, t- tomorrow uh, during the game, you should come down and hang out with us in the running section and have a drink with us. Well, he, he doesn't, doesn't drink. He doesn't drink, no, but no, he can just, have a drink. We can drink beer and he can drink water. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I'll just pour the beer in your mouth through the funnel. Let you bring, you know. How did you know? It's also the ho- homecoming night tomorrow night, right? So yeah, they're putting yeah. Uh, some names up on the wall of fame, the wall of honor, and stuff. So yeah, get there early. Yeah, Germany Jones. Like it's just, it's gonna be, it's great. Like be a good night. Um, I love, I love doing these things that showcase the history of the Edmonton Eskimos of the Double E. You know, and 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 reminds people and teaches people, you know, our younger fans, what a great and proud history that we have that represented our brand. And uh, to do things like this, that you know, history has to be retold over and over for people to remember it and appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And it's you guys know this because you're in the business of storytelling. And that's essentially what, what we are. So this kind of stuff is really important. And I love doing it. They'll be telling stories about this show for years, Victor. <laughs> and giving nightmares for just as long. Victor, he is the president and CEO of the Edmonton Elks. Uh, hopefully we'll, uh, we'll bump into you tomorrow night. And uh, go Elks, go. Go Elks, I'll go look for you. Take care. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast, your official MMA show. A midget, millennial, and an asshole. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.